Good evening, viewers. You are welcome to another episode of Sister Sister. You're actually listening to us on 97.3 FM, and you're watching us on City TV and also Channel 117 on Go TV and Channel 363 on DSTV. So it's another week, and we are here to actually help you decipher all your problems and frustrations that you're facing in any relationship, and not just amorous relationship, any kind of relationship, actually. It could be well, with your family, it could be with your siblings, it could be with your, you know, friends at the workplace, and even with your pets. As long as you are frustrated, just let us know. Just let us know and we will help you decipher the situation. Of course, you know, I wouldn't be doing this all alone. I have my sisters here that I'll be introducing to you soon. But before we go on a break, remember you can actually join us uh, on this conversation via social media, hashtag sisters sister hashtag sister sister um you know to send all your contributions as we go on with the show it's time for us to take a quick break we'll be right back you are welcome back and we're still here on sister sister so it's time for me to actually introduce my sisters my sisters are all looking beautiful colorful we even have a new addition <laughs> I'm excited. All right. <laughs> of course, I'm going to start with Rosie. Hi, Chris. Rosie, you're looking all rosy. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh. I think I look pretty today. I look fabulous. I'm feeling very... Hey. Yeah. Hey. My yeah. sisters are not easy. Yeah. Like, they're they yeah. not easy. Yeah. They're not easy. Yeah. <laughs> to play. A moment of vanity. Mm. All right. <laughs> you're welcome, Rosie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of you're course, great. thank you. And of course, the birthday girl. I mean, we're still in your birthday week girl. here. So go happy me. belated birthday, go, Felicia. Go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> this is a birthday dance. All right, right, right. So, so, so what did you do on your birthday? Ooh. So um, the first thing I did was take time off work because mm -hmm. I really needed a break. So I just used the actual birthday to receive pleasantries, momo alerts, mm. which made my day, all the <laughs> gifts from the boobies and dads <laughs> and puppies and mass, yeah, and uncles. <laughs> and, and yeah, and on the next day, I just had a vacation at a resort, relaxed, got a massage, took it all in. Yeah, yeah. you're spoiled. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm some goals for the new year. That's nice. That's Oh, yeah. wow. I like that because it's a new it's year. It's a new year right. for me. That's nice. That's, That's nice. Fun. And joining us is a friend, a sister. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to see her here, but when my producer told me that, okay, there's going to be a new person, I was like, ooh. And I just saw her at the gate. I was like, oh, Apolline. <laughs> Hi, Apolline. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you. You look all Bahamas. Mm -hmm. Floral. That's what my producer said I should look like. Oh, so thanks beautiful. to my producer. <laughs> Give us. <laughs> Alright, so you're welcome to the show, ladies. Thank and you. we are going to get into our first story. But before we get into our first story, always there's this man that's always here with us. And he's not just here, you know, contributing, but he's also making sweet, 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 sweet cocktails for us while we discuss, you know, um, the letters that our viewers have sent. And it's no other person than Bruce of Bruce Services. Hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. Yes. All right. So, Bruce. So you, are, you, are, you are rocking Bahamas. So yeah. 
We are in the tropics today. Okay. Yes. So, so what yes. are you making? What's the name of the drink? So it's called Tropical Blue. Crush. Tropical blue, blue crash. Yes. Mm. Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> Tropical <laughs> special because I still in the birthday. Oh, wait. my birthday is Sunday, so I got double dose. Hey. <laughs> All right. Okay, girls. It's time for us to get into the story. Are we ready? Yep. We yeah. Are. All right. So remember that you can also send your own um, letters or stories that you're going through via sister sister is live at gmail.com. So let's get into the first letter. Dear sisters, my husband had cancer in his penis and prostrate. The cancer was removed along with his penis and prostrate and everything else down there. He's cancer free today. <laughs> He has been offered a reconstructed penis for sex, but he'll never be able to pass urine through it, but only through a catheter. He's saying he's okay the way things are. He doesn't want a reconstructed penis. I've been an extremely supporting wife through all this. My libido is not great, so I often don't mind but sometimes I feel so horny. I don't know what to do. We've not had sex for over two years now because of his cancer issue. I love him to bits and never consider cheating. My issue here is that he isn't thinking of my own needs when he's rejecting a reconstructed penis. I don't know what to do. I know this is my cross for life. But is this fair? Will I be a terrible wife if I seek sexual satisfaction outside? Nobody in my family or his knows about this penis removal, but just both of us. Sisters, please help me. Hmm. Wow. Quite a bit. Hey. Yes, okay, I'm going to start with you, Rosie. Oh, me? Yes. I was looking at it so hard. I was hoping that you wouldn't. <laughs> anyway, so, um, like I've always said on this show, that sex, when is great, usually take it for granted. When mm -hmm. it's available, people don't really think much about it. But when it's not great or it's absent, it takes a lot away from the relationship. And I'm sure during the process of him being diagnosed with cancer and all that, the energy with trying to make sure that he's okay, you know, it probably would take the edge away to begin with. Mm -hmm. But once it's done and he's free, you know, but you know, be firewood, you understand? She's still a woman and all that. But check this you see, every man lives for that one, you know, for their penis. Because why, what defines you as a man? Now they've taken it away from you. I don't know whether after the medical procedure, they took him through some form of psychological counseling mm -hmm. and all that, because I'm sure in the man's mind, he feels like an artificial penis can never be compared to an actual one. And psychologically, is he now going to learn the use of that? Is that one going to be quote unquote better than the original one or where's an original one? Is his wife going to be more satisfied what shape is he having? You know, he's, he's, he's battling with himself. How yeah. is he going to go about it? Now, he's probably even thinking, if I have an artificial one, when I'm using it, will I even have any sensation? Would I feel like a man being with his wife? 
So I'm sure these are a lot of mental battles going through his mind, and it's making it very difficult for him to make that option. Mm -hmm. You understand? Because it doesn't feel like an original one. And I mean, a man, his functionalities around that area very much makes him a man or yeah. makes him, you know, stand out tall as a man. And that's why he managed or they managed to keep it from their close family. Right. And this is good. I mean, go, yes, the man is sick, he's not feeling well. But in terms of the procedure and everything, they managed to keep it from their family because I'm sure it's an embarrassing situation for the man to mm -hmm. be confronted with not having, you know, a member to himself. Mm -hmm. And the woman too. You see, I don't know. They, they, the man needs some form of psychological counseling, but the woman also needs counseling because right. there are different kinds of intimacy, you understand. And there are different tools, mm -hmm. toys, mm -hmm tools different ways you can get there we have oral stimulation mm -hmm. we have the touch we have so many things you can so many ways you can explore so you can actually see a sexologist apart from the physical psychological counseling to work on the man's brain also work on yourself because it's difficult for you to have been with him throughout this whole process you've also gone through some form of mental stress so all of you need counseling but beyond that you also need to see a sexologist to see how well you can up your game in the bedroom. There are strap-ons and there are things that the man can use mm -hmm. as and when he feels like, okay, this is what my woman needs. But the problem is if the man is ready to also meet the woman's need. And for me, I think that this whole issue boils down mainly to counseling. Right. It boils down mainly to counseling because the trauma the man has been through is not easy and the woman feels she's okay, but she's also been through some trauma. So both of them need individual counseling they need couple counseling and they probably need to chop it up with a sexologist mm -hmm. to help them manage their bedroom well. Because this thing seems like, oh, she's already contemplating. I've never cheated before. Once somebody says that, oh, ever for the past week, I've never, I've never even thought of cheating before. It means that the thought is, is, is sitting there. It's ringing there. It's just a matter of time and then it's going to happen. Yeah, she's trying to suppress it. And the thought is that I've never even thought of cheating. It means that you are thinking there's an option available mm -hmm. but you are trying to convince yourself that you're not thinking of that option so it's just a matter of time that option will become a reality mm -hmm. so i think that look they sh they need to go for counseling asap right so appalling oh uh, for me i have uh, a couple of questions first mm -hmm. of all i would like to know you know cancer is not a thing that just popped into your life in a day or in a week and it's causing you know, it'll get to that stage where they have to remove mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. So how long has the man been mm -hmm. aware of his own condition? Was he aware before he brought the woman into it? That was a question mm -hmm. that, you know, mm -hmm. what, what comes to me? How long has he known? And what did he think he was bringing the woman into? Mm -hmm. So now they are married. So the basis of that alone tells, you know, gives me a little of selfishness mm. on his part because you're bringing somebody's daughter into a home you take her from her family mm -hmm. into with the promise of giving her a home mm -hmm. but what is the home you are bringing her into if you knew your condition for the family to also not have known up until yeah, this point, yeah. he is good at keeping secrets. Mm. He brought the woman into it only to come and open her to like her own death sentence. And once you go through the marriage process, you are in. 
the, 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 the next thing is you a divorce or something, mm -hmm. but she says she loves him. And in her, in her uh, submission, you can see that she alluded to a lot of things. I love him, but I don't want to do this, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so for me, I'm thinking if she truly wants to stay, because it's, she, she said that it's her cross to bear, but is yeah. it fair? You know, there's, there's some conflict mm -hmm. there. To me, if you want to stay with what mindsets? Would you stay? What would you tell yourself? You understand? What reality will you carry? Do you want to be there? That means on your own part, you have to, you know, marriage is two people mm -hmm. with different characters from different backgrounds, with different ways of processing things, coming together, trying to build something. Mm -hmm. What is their individual willingness or investment into this union? Is the man... You know, like how much compromise the man, knowing very well, you know, men don't really disclose mm -hmm, things. Yeah. They say, oh, you know, we are not emotional, we are logical, therefore, you know, we don't express this, we don't talk about our problems. But you know the problem was there. So now that you knew what you have brought the lady into, to what extent are you willing to go to make sure that at least she's happy? Yeah. Now he is saying, the lady is saying that the man is okay the way things are that means at the core of it he's still neglecting yes the lady's needs so if the lady says you know also if the lady says she wants to stay is she staying out of fear mm -hmm. is she staying because you know low self-esteem she feels she can't find anything better what is her reason of staying mm -hmm. are there children in this already and how are individuals, because as a parent myself, mm -hmm. I know how demanding, especially emotionally, children are to pull out from you. She has to be giving to the children. She has to be giving to the man, man mm -hmm. while she herself is not rep replenishing. True. It's just a matter of time that she herself crashes. Mm -hmm. So my question is, how far is she willing to, to go, go with herself. How much of herself is she willing to subject to this situation? How old are they? You understand? You can try it like the prosthetic, whatever. Mm -hmm. The man even using that thing on her is feeling like a stranger, like a stranger in, you know, in, in, their, their in their relationship. Mm -hmm. There is a, a foreign body. body. You know, so he's feeling detached. He's probably feeling like he's not able to deliver on his man, man, manliness, you know, express himself as a man. So much, like you said, so much is going on at the back of, 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 of his mind. The shame, the embarrassment, the inadequacies. Of course, he would try to use Takashi and all of that, you know, mm -hmm. because he wouldn't also want the, the lady to go. He can't, probably can't see the woman in the hands of another man. So he will use Takashi, you know, and then cause her to blame herself. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing that some... Men, men do. do to just hold you down, you know, want to take control over you. They will make you look like it is your fault. You have done this or they are trying and you are not trying enough. So out of uh, guilt, she will stay. But it's very necessary that she does self-reflection and know that if I truly want to stay in this for the long haul, what systems can I put I in place right, right. to make sure that at least 
if I cannot be on three legs, at least the two legs that I am on, they are firm. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Um, Felicia, I see you nodding. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like the botics. I like how Rosie aligned from the man's perspective. Made think, made, allowed, us to, allowed us to see things from the man's perspective and how my sister here is also talking about the woman's angle. I believe that in everything we do, we need to think about our self-interest, first of all. Because when you are in a plane, and when you get yes. on a plane, yes. the first thing they tell you yes. is, when there's anything, put on your nose yeah, mask. Before, yeah. you, you need to anybody. save yourself before you save anybody else. Obviously, this man here is looking at his interests. Mm -hmm. We should look at all the things involved. One, self-image. How is he looking now? Now, I don't have this thing down here this thing that spiced up our relationship this thing that brought us together when we had conflict and stuff like that now my <laughs> wife probably doesn't even see me as a man right so how do i keep her around so him avoiding or preventing this or you know avoiding this prosthetic stain i feel is just creating some empathy like room for sympathy mm. Mm. Like, oh, I can't leave him. Oh, I'll, I'll be a bad woman. This, this, that. This, that, that. Like, he's, he's obviously creating, I'll, I'll say it, a cave around himself mm -hmm. to feel good, to protect however he's feeling. So, woman, as my sister clearly also said, there might be kids involved. There might be some things you've invested. You've invested time. You've invested emotions. Maybe this is not a time to look out. Let's look for systems that can help you to stay in here. If you clearly stay that, say that this is where you want to be, you love your husband, have an open and honest conversation with him. Gentlemen, I've been here with you through thick and thin. Two years, we've not had sex. All because of this thing. Now, I also have needs. I need to be okay to keep the situation we have stable. And for me to have this table, like a mindset to keep this situation stable, A, B, C, D, E is what I require. Here are some options. We have oral sex. We have tools. Mm -hmm. Can we even have an open relationship? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. she's talking about cheating. And like Rosie, Rosie rightly said, there's been that tendency mm -hmm. of wanting to cheat. But we can create a system where... I can still feel satisfied and not feel like I'm cheating. Mm -hmm. There are open relationships True. where you are in your marriage. You feel like, oh, let me even go. There are even times that marriage couples feel like when they have challenges, they go out to explore, to, to just test and to test the waters and identify yeah. if truly or confirm if truly they want to be out of the situation they find themselves because sometimes you find yourself in a situation like oh things are better out there i'm only here because of the, 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 the. but you go out and realize that no things are not better out there i am actually okay here she might even think oh all this libido, libido thing is all about having sex penetration yeah. it might not even be yeah. the yeah. need yeah. for yeah. penetration yeah. realize that she needs companionship, companionship. she needs like, uh, the affection she yeah. needs the experience but if she doesn't go out there she might not even be able to identify that regardless of the help she'll get from coaches, from sexologists and all those people, doctors, I'm sure they had some sort of counseling. Because oh. for those kind of, not, 
I won't say necessarily everything they needed, but there'll be some sort of counseling because I know before you go into surgeries, they have some counseling, they have some rules. They'll tell you, if we take this off, A, B, C, D, A will be the quality. Like when you are taking medication, they tell you the side effects. So I'm sure there might have been some kind of conversation. But like you rightly said, in the heat of the moment, we're all eager for Nobody solutions. Nobody yeah. thinks, oh, don't worry, it's fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Now we find ourselves here. So regardless of what the coaches say, I strongly believe that look for your self-interest. Don't go out there without having a conversation. Don't go exploring. Don't impose things on your husband. Just as he is taking his personal interest and or the stand of thinking about himself. As, think about yourself. Yes, too. think about yourself. Put down the tools, the measures, the resources available. And don't forget that there's an option for you to also have an open relationship. Mm -hmm. Go out there. But be careful how you do it. Mm -hmm. Be protected. Be safe. Be sure that whoever you are going to, you are not just going to because you are anxious. It's like you are craving for yeah. like, you just find mm -hmm. someone to quick. No. Go through a good process. Make sure that this is exactly what you need. If you identify that that is your need, I think bringing people, have conversations with your husband, align. If it's not working, trust me, there's the an option for divorce. It's I'm not married, but so sometimes it feels like oh you're single, so you think it's easy. But I don't. I want us to also accept that there's that option. Right, right, right. Because when you find yourself in threatening situations, you run. Right. And we advise you to run. And mental health is one thing I also see as, and I believe to be sometimes. a threat. Mm -hmm. So never declare um, neglect that. There's that option for you to divorce. But yeah. divorce is not offered on a silver platter. Mm -hmm. Go through the right process. Exhaust all your options and be sure that you are confident with what you are going for. So my key here is look for your self-interest. Okay. Look out for yourself before you start looking out for, for the people else. around you. Right. So that's you know what? Idea. I would like to add, I would like to add uh, something to what she said. You know, earlier before the mm -hmm. show, we were talking about uh, science. You always notice something that, mm -hmm. is, that relates to whatever situation that you're going to get into. When you watch a little child, mm -hmm. you realize that the same thing that you, 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 you beat a child or you try to correct a child for, like has a baby stage that same character grows through the stages and gets uh, a, a degree mm -hmm. that same character gets to the phd mm -hmm. level yeah. so through <laughs> don't scare me <laughs> don't scare me I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. please don't scare me <laughs> look i say i say as a grown woman yourself <laughs> no. there are certain things that you like you've been struggling with as a child yeah. and you know that there are still traits of that in your system we're still trying to grow through it yeah. during the dating process this woman must have had certain encounters with this man with you know with relation to bed bedrooms mm. the man might have giving her an excuse oh i'm not feeling good knowing what he's going through mm -hmm. but a lady might have just taken her oh he's tired oh like you know he's trying to like you know marriage uh, sex you know sex after marriage and stuff like that so um the signs are always there 
That's why I'm saying that as women, we should always connect to that God-given instinct, our gut. It always talking to us. A very wise person told me that you don't go into marriage to go and learn. Mm -hmm. You don't go into marriage to go and now learn how to be. You must already be a wife before you, be, you become a wife. And being a wife, it's living in that space, knowing very well that whatever I'm going to go into, it might look rosy from outside, but once you walk in through that door, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. When you are ready with that, and you go into it, whatever, you go and open the, the, the book of marriage, mm -hmm. whatever you are dealt with mm -hmm. is what, what you stick what with. You, yeah. mm -hmm. Somebody, uh, a certain lady I heard, you know, she, she thought she was getting married to like a, a billionaire. But see, a month or two into that marriage, the man fell sick. Mm -hmm. And literally their entire years together was spent in the hospital. Wow. The money was there, but she did not get to enjoy, yeah. you know, the, the, the marriage. Did she know she was going to get into that? No. That's why before you get into it, be before you are in. You are not going to be in to learn, like, like we say, learn on the job. No, you go into marriage to go and do. So what you already know, who you already are, is what you are going to express. And that includes your ability to, to, to resolve problems mm -hmm. outwardly and even inwardly. When there's a situation on the table for you, when your kids are sick, at the same time your husband has to travel and you are in the middle, do you have the calmness, the capacity, yeah. the capacity to handle what it's called marriage <laughs> before you go into it? Can you ever be fully prepared? No, no. So, let, let me, you can let never me fully be prepared. Before the but time. What, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that I'm throwing this to all of us and to the women out there these days we don't even consider these things we just go into it because of instagram pictures we go into it because this person can afford this mm -hmm. but then your capacity are they built those muscles are they worked out for you to withstand what it is what is that thing called marriage okay so what i wanted to say was that mm -hmm. when it comes to cancers mm -hmm. there are some cancers because generally Ghanaians or africans how many times do we go have people checkup. go for checkups in yeah. the hospital? Some of us are privileged that you're in corporate institutions that periodically actually force you to actually go for at least every like a full body checkup every yeah. year. And then sometimes in recent times, these awareness, breast cancer, cervical mm. cancer, prostate cancer, and all of that. So there's a possibility that he probably didn't no. know. It That's, can't that be that be he knew the sign. Because sometimes yeah. there can be signs like, oh, maybe some small discharge, but he probably think it was probably some STI or something. something probably and, yeah. take some, yeah. uh, some thing for it and let it go. So it's not all times because if everybody can tell the signs, then there'll be no need for people to hit stage three, stage four. four. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. nobody will sit down knowing that they can help themselves and mm -hmm. watch it. To Same thing with breast cancer. It's only recently that people have taught themselves to actually inspect your breast. I'm sure back then, if you are there, you are holding, holding your breast, they'll be asking you, why are you why touching, touching yourself? Yeah. No, but now it's encouraged to touch your breast and know if there are changes. Husbands are encouraged to know, to actually know their wife's breast so much so that when there are changes, most of the breast cancers that are successful is the men who have noticed that, ah, there's something here in your this thing, and they'll finally go and check it out, go and do the mammogram, and they realize, okay, there's something happening, mm -hmm. but there's nothing happening. Yeah. So that's a possibility. Number two, this thing called marriage. Listen, you can be prepared for it. I mean, people look at you like, oh, Charlie Rosie, 
with what you know, with how you articulate yourself. I'm sure your marriage will be a walk in the park. Mm -hmm. Your husband is the luckiest man on the planet <laughs> yeah. and all of that. But mm -hmm. listen, marriage is the only institution that no matter how much you think you are prepared for, you are never really truly prepared. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, I think I agree So with that's you. what I want to yeah. say. So all I'm trying to say is that let's not beat ourselves so, yeah. when we don't get it right. Oh, we yeah. should give room it for It is growth. room for mistakes. Mm -hmm. It is room for growth. Mm -hmm. It is room for further being. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you have to be, like you said, you have to know who you yeah. are. You have to be comfortable in yourself. Don't get mine for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Get mine for the right reasons. However, when things don't go as, as you expect it to go, when things beat you up emotionally mm -hmm. than you expected it to be, when sometimes you're erratic because you don't really, you feel helpless, mm -hmm. it is okay to not, not be, be okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. On that note, um, it's time for us to take a quick break and we'll be back. Welcome back, viewers. And if you're just joining us, this is Sister Sister. And of course, we are unpacking some of your letters and especially um, having to do with, you know, frustrations that you face in your relationship. So we've seen the first letter and it was very, very packed. And we, you know, tried our best to unpack it um, the best way we know. So it's time for us to get into our second um, letter. And if you want to join us on the conversation, all you need to do is go to Twitter or Facebook with the hashtag Sister Sister and join the conversation. Dear Sisters, I've got mixed feelings typing this letter. A very young girl of not more than 20 years, a girl who calls me mommy and kneels to greet me, walked up to me in church and started apologizing for what I had no idea about. It felt strange and she kept saying, I love your daughter so much. I started getting scared because she plays with my daughter a lot and I'm afraid she did something horrible. Then she said, it's your husband. I have been to your house a number of times. I had no idea she even knows my house, in quote. Apparently, she has been sleeping with my husband. And the girl ended up saying, I don't want to do this again, but I'm not sure your husband is willing to stop. I smiled and told her it was fine. And I left because there was a crowd in church. The normal me would have dashed her two hot slaps and told her not to try it again. But as for my husband, the man claims he is the victim because she trapped him. Hey. <laughs> Sisters, I doubt he was trapped for something that happened more than once. I need advice on how to deal with him so he won't be a victim <laughs> or fall in such traps again. What should ah, I do, sisters? That's very interesting. The, the last line just threw me off. I think it's sarcastic. Okay, and I'm like, okay, no, so I'm like, okay, you so should. you said it's unlikely because it happened more than once. And you said, oh, we should help you so that... He won't be a victim again. Okay, let me sip. 
please. Okay, so my question is, she okay. started she started a conversation by bringing the daughter. Yeah. I love your daughter very much. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out, because towards the end of the story, there wasn't really anything relating to the daughter. So how... No, you know, oh. there was this girl that came up to her in church. Mm -hmm. A girl, like, about 20 years mm -hmm. old. And the girl told her, um, I'm sorry. I'm so I apologize for things she didn't know about. And the girl proceeded to saying, I love your daughter so much. Obviously, she was confused. And then the girl confessed, I have been to your house so many times. And, um, and that's because I'm sleeping with your husband. So maybe by the, um, the time she was visiting the house, maybe she, the daughter could have been there. Or no. she could have met her in church. No. So, so no, here's what I'm thinking. So this lady started by saying that this girl calls her... Mommy. Mommy, yes. So it looks like they have a very special relationship. Yeah. So the fact that she's close to the daughter. So I used to speak like, I have right. a, I'm very close to my mm -hmm. cousin. I have a very special relationship with her daughter. So I've realized that there's something happening. That, that, okay, actually, there's something happening between myself and my cousin's husband. Now, as I'm apologizing, I'm telling my cousin that I don't want to lose this relationship because if not for anything, I love my daughter. I love your daughter. So like finding solace in something, like looking for something to hold on to, to say, oh, even if I've done something, I beg, consider the relationship I have with the do your daughter. The, the, or more yeah. so, it is because of your daughter. I don't want to, I don't want to do it your again. Daughter home. Mm -hmm. Home. Mm -hmm. So because mm -hmm. of that, mm -hmm. I love your daughter so much so that I want to stop whatever it is that is going, going on between on. me ah. and your husband. Okay, yes. so you don't want to bring okay. break the daughter's home, but the, the man in question is the woman's husband, not yes. the daughter's husband. No, 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 no. No, no but that is the child. That's but the that's child. the man's child. So the love that you have for the daughter, which is the man's child, the woman's child, you want that child to be presented with a stable home. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we so don't, you don't know don't how want old to do the anything. child too is. Yes. Yeah. So it could be that the premise of her getting into the house was through the daughter. It could be a nanny. Right. Right. No, 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 right. no, but right. she said, I don't yeah. know. No, but she said, I, don't, I didn't even know she knew my home. Church. So whatever relationship they had was church. Okay, so coming back so to her question, it's like, I want... I don't want my husband to feel like a victim. Yeah. So I because like he what, said he was a victim. So she's protecting uh -huh. the husband. So I like what you said about how could you protect somebody who, uh, like, with whom something has happened more than once. So like, every man knows what they want. They know what they are doing. This thing that happened between them, where did it happen? Yeah. Was it on the street? In his house. In his house. Oh, he was raped. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, well, he was shocked to erection. Yeah. Sorry for my blunt. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The girl, the girl, whatever he might have told the, you know, men now they will do anything. They want to get like the best for the price of the cheap. As mm -hmm. long as it's available, they will tap you on that. You have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they will tap on that. So what did he tell? Who is a seducer here and who is a seduce? Obviously, the man is way older than this girl. Yeah. So he must have told the girl something that led the girl to the house. If the girl didn't know the house, who showed him? Who showed her the That's house? That's my point. And mm -hmm. then they go into the house. It started from the living room. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and something found its way past the stairs to the bedroom mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then things took it themselves off and this happened once he enjoys it the girl didn't talk so he thought he had his way and mm -hmm. then found another time got another uh, excuse got her there they were both enjoying so you see maybe it has gotten to a point where the girl is filled with love now she's demanding more and the man say i can't give you more and maybe there's some brewing wahala that is why she must have come to bring it to sure. the woman yes. now Perfect. or even Perfect. she's even pregnant mm -hmm. do you understand something yes. is yes. coming yes. and she knew that if she's not the, the man will not talk so if she did not find a way to approach the woman Stop. she will be left yes. out Spot but like there's, there's a lot of from in the relationship there's a, ready to not it. benefiting or about to yeah. and she She's knows that like this woman cannot be there with my because of my relationship with her i have to find a way to make me like like to save myself mm -hmm. do you understand what she's doing she's actually trying to save herself and make herself look like, like i'm the good girl here and i'm the victim i'm the victim mm -hmm. and then the man too the woman want to protect her home oh, yes. especially in the confines of a church oh. you know church oh, church Pembro. is actually like a mental hospital if i will say everybody goes with their problem to pour it on the altar of god so that's why there are usually a lot of judgments like in the church. church. Everybody with their cuckoos come there for redemption, <laughs> right? Oh, they come, they come for their redemption. So now, she wouldn't want to bring it, like break it there. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, she's, she, wants, she probably wants to save her home, yeah. the image of her marriage. Oh, yes. Maybe she's an elder in oh, the church yes. and all of we that. So she'll say, let's do it. Mm -hmm. But we, sh we women should stop being naive. Truth naive yes. that our husbands will not do some things and they are men mm -hmm. they are wired a certain way mm -hmm. you understand find a way to talk to your husband and then talk to your husband knowing that the first thing he will do is are deny. you talking about talking here no 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 like if somebody brings something to you about mm -hmm. your husband you're not just going no, to no, get no, up no, no. and then i understand you mm -hmm. but felicia has a different plan oh hey. Talking drastic. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, I hand it. I hand it. I hand it. I hand it. I I I there are some situations that you don't open conversations. The, you know, you I get so upset. You don't know what the truth is, sister. There's no smoke without fire. There's this description I always give. If I come to your community and I say, I'm looking for someone who sells oil, will you tell, take me to a rice cellar? No. Why won't you take me to a rice cellar? Because everybody knows the person that sells the oil. Oil. So I can't, I can't frame stories. I can't make up stories when there's no being like a premise. There's no being an instant that gives me a hold or that gives me something like something to hold on to build a story. So I mean, there was definitely some there smoke. There was definitely a smoke. So, so I will do my investigation. Because there's men like this, eh? 
immediately you open dialogue they will find a way to manipulate you first of all this woman is thinking oh the girl is the one you know doing this to the husband instigating this relationship and everything as for me my method is i'll sit back and set my you know instruments things i need to gather the information i need luckily my daughter's name was mentioned oh how many times that auntie ya comes to the house i'll definitely gather my story when i gather i'm not opening conversation my darling first of all first of all the relationship you have with this girl is questionable she's a young girl exactly. from church why are you taking advantage of that mm -hmm. relationship if truly the church is a safe space is that place where people bring their problem why would an older man like you have a relationship with a young girl that i don't know anything about to even create an instance for her to come up with a story like this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right oh that Anthony will do the job for me we'll be in the house i will gather all the things i need to gather i will position myself in a place where if i want to boot we're like bah, running and i'm gone you know the beauty but you see but i think that you see i can understand <laughs> i perfectly agree with her but i can understand where she's also coming she's from. from because you see it's high time when you're a married man you should know that the fact that you have chosen to declare to be married to a particular person and you have signed under the ordinance yes. or it's a civil marriage there are certain things you should, it's, it, it cannot be seen as business as usual. Mm -hmm. Your engagements with other females should be done properly. Mm -hmm. So for if you're a single guy, you can go around hugging all the girls, hey, baby, baby, mm. baby, kissing, you know, they'll just say, Charlie, this girl, this guy, he's nice with the guys. But once you get married, you need to put a hook on it. Sweetie. And that is where your, your point comes in, mm -hmm. that listen, she came to the church, Mm -hmm. This girl is a young girl, 20 years it's old. Now, what kind of comfort do you give a 20-year-old girl for her to, to be able to come to your house when the, your wife doesn't know about it, for her to be able to say this? But I completely agree with yeah. the assertion that, look, the relationship is ongoing. And the woman, the girl, sorry, the girl is demanding more mm -hmm. from the relationship that she has with the man. Mm -hmm. And the man is not willing to give it to her because mm -hmm. most married men too, even though they do foolish things, mm -hmm. they, never they know the place of yeah. their wives. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they know whether they want to really spend time with their wives or not. not. Mm -hmm. So you can see a man who misbehaves and when the wife says, I'm ready to go pay, they will do the right things to meet the woman. Yeah. Because they know that they cannot live without the woman. Yeah. But it's like... They say the yeah yeah things to be able to get into the pants of other women. Of course. Oh. Now the other they women start thinking them. that they are so vulnerable because yeah. of the lies they are being fed by these married men. So I have a feeling that it's a ploy. Now, let's start with the location for the dissemination mm -hmm. of information. Yeah. She chose the church. church yeah. because yes. she be, yeah. And like she rightly said, the woman is probably a big woman in church. Mm -hmm. So she can't afford to hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Number she two. And she even said it. And number two, she herself. said in her mind, she should have slapped her. That means that whatever the woman told the her, told the it. girl told her, it was so compelling. Now, number three, when she went home, mm -hmm. the man decided to gaslight her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To make her feel. And now all of a sudden, she feels like the man is rather the victim. Mm -hmm. Listen, the way the male organ is designed, mm -hmm. One woman cannot rape it's a man twice. Nope. Oh, yeah. It will never happen. Listen, if he wants, then unless she is dragged 
with something that will cause a by force some mm -hmm. maybe you mm -hmm. dose the guy with some mm -hmm. viagra and mm -hmm. then it's all up there mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. he needs sorting out and you sit on it the way the member is designed there's consent and apart from mental manipulation mm -hmm. where maybe in a case where you have an older woman and a minor where yeah. they are mentally manipulating a guy to do something mm -hmm. like that a grown man how can you be a victim in a sexual issue when you're a married man and rosie i think so all i'll say is that look madam your man is not innocent mm -hmm. your husband is not innocent mm -hmm. quick thinking of your husband as a victim of course and yet if anything at all mm -hmm. if anything at all that girl even she's though she has a part to play in all this she, she is, is a victim, victim. yes because so. she is the one that your husband has given belief mm -hmm. To the extent that she feels like mm -hmm. she can come and tell you something, mm -hmm. you would end up destroying your home, yeah. and in the end, she will end up having the man. Mm -hmm. yeah. and she has that belief because of what the man has believed her to be in his life. Yeah. Otherwise, she won't be bold enough to come and talk to you. As so my thing is that, madam, have a conversation with your husband. Mm -hmm. And when I'm saying conversation, put the facts bare. I will not go Felicia's route. Hey. But... <laughs> Let it be bare. Mm -hmm. And I keep saying that there are things you can handle, things mm -hmm. you can't handle. Mm -hmm. There are things you can't handle for a time. And mm -hmm. there's always that emotional connection. If you know you can't handle it, mm -hmm. then you can start planning your exit. Yeah. The reason why I don't like suggesting that just get up and divorce and go mm -hmm. is because, you see, it's a process. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you get married, that emotional connection. energy you invest, mm -hmm. if you don't disconnect, mm -hmm. you'll be divorced and you'll be a lover to your ex-husband. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's important that you disconnect. Let the facts speak to you. Disconnect and plan your exit and leave if you can't handle it. But if you can handle a man who'll be sleeping with people in your church. Young girls in church. Young girls in your church. Ah, that is your cross to carry. Yeah. We are not here propagating divorces. Like she said, it's an option. Let's not sit down and think that divorce is not no, an option. option. It is an option you can undertake. True. But my dear, the man, what I'm trying to say is that the man... Your husband is not a victim. Yeah. He's active in that yeah. adulterous or yeah. whatever and, relationship. And, and my initial delivery was on the fact that this lady somehow believed the story initially. Yes. Mm -hmm. This means that she's maybe probably has seen something or she's, there's been signs. Because mm -hmm. there was a trigger. Because if you believe your husband so well that, oh, my husband lied, Elder Joseph. He would never. Uh, why do you mean that, Joseph? Oh, Joseph would never do that. Immediately, the thing happens, or the girl speaks. You'd be like, oh, no, my husband won't do that. Like, how did this happen? You and Kwamo. But the trigger that, uh, that made this woman feel like she could even slap the girl shows that there was, there's been some initial signs. signs like she said, that she's seen. Yeah. That's why I got upset. Like, and I'm still upset. Hey. This is not something that I will have conversations over. You know, and then the, the, the man is the grown up here. Yeah. Yes. He's, a, he's, he's mature. Yes. That's the one that I feel for the young girl. No, no, no. Hold on. Please listen. Please listen. I said he's matured in his wiles, mm -hmm. in his deceptions. Yes, yes. So yes, yes. He's matured. So he knows. And uh, 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 you know what? Every man, when they see a woman, they can profile the type mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. woman mm -hmm. that that yeah. woman is. Yes. Whether she's uh, mm -hmm. easy, uh, to get, easy to get, easy to get, and they know that they know how to fish for information. If this girl happened to have daddy issues, then he will present himself oh. as daddy. A, a daddy figure, and then and then ride on that. And but you see, hold on, you see, our edges are like hang hunger. Mm -hmm. 
when you are when hunger want to hunger you, does he write a letter? No. no. You are there and hunger just hunger you. It just pop up on you. Yeah. Other edges are like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe this month edges are towards young girls, and mm -hmm. and the, mm -hmm. and this girl just happened to fit. I'm just saying that his hunger, when he hunger him, he want to do, he want to express. And, yeah. this, and this is the direction and that he feels. Because she already had an existing relationship with a With woman. a daughter. Oh yeah, this and man, this man, it's not even, it's not even about that. That was just an access. It was just an access point, but it's more about his own character. What is inside him that eats him up? And what is inside him that needs expression? Mm -hmm. You understand? That girl, it just happened to be conveniently placed, and then the daughter and the woman is just an easy mm -hmm. access. He found the meat, he won't chop him where he chop him. He Shut chop him, he like him, and he chop him again. again. Shall I, you <laughs> make this girl go. <laughs> <laughs> and you want us to. You want us to <laughs> having conversation with this man. Oh no! Fire <laughs> him. Okay. All right. So last, let me ask you, Bruce. What do you think? This one is hard for you. It's oh hard. yeah, because this man, this man didn't do well. Right. Yeah. He didn't try. So do you think the girl manipulated him? I don't believe so. Every man has his preconception yes. about mm -hmm. whatever he wants to do. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not a young girl, whatever you want to do, you know what you are going into. I say yes. that all the time. So I wouldn't believe it's the young. She just she just fought prey to mm -hmm. to the man. Yeah, and the lady should um, should talk to the husband. Right. I wouldn't go to the that route. Yeah, yeah. That, that's too harsh. But you have to first find mm -hmm. out the truth, like um, Rosie is saying, and then you, on that basis you can either choose to leave. Right. And okay. you know somehow too, I think there's a good in this. Mm -hmm. There's a good in this because I was watching a documentary. Uh, like in the US, US documentary where a certain man was caught uh, on the street about to pick a 14-year-old boy. And they've been married for all this while. The wife never knew that this man had urges for oh, little young boys. boys. You understand? And then they were, yeah, they were in a, a, a marriage like that. So for things like this to happen, maybe she has never found out or even had the inclination that this man is able. So mm -hmm. this just is like the man's cap is full. Mm -hmm. He's been exposed. Yeah. So somehow it's good for the woman to get to meet the real man behind her man. Well, yeah. well, I, I, I agree with everything you, you guys have said. And, and, and I want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Thank Welcome. you so much for all so this. Thanks for the and, yes, and, I'm, and, and all my... All I'm praying for right now is whoever sent this message, I hope you are watching. I hope you are listening yeah. because there's so much to unpack with everything yes. that we just Absolutely. said. Like we can't pretend mm -hmm. that, that, that you will not take one or two things from what everybody, everybody said. said yeah. So once more, thank you, sisters. Yeah. All right, it's time for us to go on a quick break. We'll be right back and I will be giving my own contribution. We'll be back. Welcome back, viewers. This is Sister Sister, and you're actually listening on 97.3 City FM and also watching us on City TV. All right, so it's time for me to share my final thoughts on what letters that we received from our viewers. All right, so I'm going to start with the last um, 
the last discussion we had right now, you know, about this man or this woman actually finding out that her husband had an affair with um, a young girl, a young girl that looks like a family friend or probably says hi and hello to them in church and all of that. But at the end of the day, the man says, hey, um, the girl has been the one manipulating me and I don't know how this happened. I just want to say that, yes, we have received your letter and i'm sure you heard everything that we said but on my thoughts i'm just going to say this clearly it's we should be blaming your husband and there is nothing like your husband being the victim and you said at the end of your letter i need advice on how to deal with him so he won't be a victim again so i want to believe that this is sarcasm this is sarcasm because somewhere in your head you know that he is not the victim but if you do not believe or, but if this is not sarcasm for you and this is what you actually think that he's the victim, I need you to rethink who is the grown person among them. If this girl is, you know, about 20 years old, maybe not up to 20 years old and your husband is an adult, then you should be thinking probably he manipulated this girl. And she said something clearly in this letter stating the fact that he might not even want to stop the relationship. Maybe she had tried to leave this relationship. Just maybe. But he keeps, you know, reassuring her, no. Or he keeps pushing that, no, we need to continue this. Or he might even he might have even threatened her that if you stop this, I would, you know, I would do something to you. So, madam, I think it's really important that you rethink you rethink the phrase of your husband being the victim or the idea of your husband being the victim because I don't think it's possible. Just have that conversation with your husband and maybe you will find the real truth. But clearly he's lying to you. He is the one doing the whole manipulation and he is not the victim. But for the second, I mean, for the second story, which is actually the first story we read earlier, about um, this man having um, penile cancer and, you know, getting his um, penis chopped off and all that. All right, so I think, madam, first of all, I would like to say sorry. Sorry for everything that you're going through. I know it's not easy. I know I, I can feel the pain that you're going through. I might not know exactly what you feel, but I feel a bit of it, just even imagining it and just even listening um, to myself read out your letter. But it's time for you to have that conversation with your husband that maybe it's time for us to see a sex therapist. Maybe it's even time for us to see a counselor. Firstly, a counselor and uh, or a therapist, like my sisters all said. It's important for you to discuss about what just happened. Because, you know, um, someone going through cancer and, you know, surviving the cancer is actually a big deal. It takes a toll on everyone that is involved and not just the patient. All the loved ones around him, it takes a toll on everybody. So yes, you are going through something heavy. So it's time for you to actually fix yourself. And that's by probably seeing a therapist or a counselor for you to get fixed. Then after that, you probably have to see a sex therapist because he's not the first person that has gotten his penis cut off um, after, you know, um, uh, penile cancer. It, it, it happens. 
it happens a lot and research has proven that they can still enjoy sex couples who have gone through this situation can still enjoy sex so it's just about talking to the right people and also having that conversation with him for him to have an open mind to discuss with professionals that would you know share with you um ways or find ways that is you know suits you it could like my one of my sister actually talked talked about open relationship but i'm not going to go on that route yet maybe try toys maybe find other ways that you know gives you orgasm you know there are different things that you can actually do and penal whatever it's not the only way someone can actually get an orgasm there are other ways that people can get orgasms when it comes to sex it's just about um, finding what works for you and if he is not open to this if he's not open to this idea of talking seeing a therapist seeing a counselor and seeing a sex therapist then you should make your own decisions because I think you have tried. And obviously from your letter, it shows that you also want satisfaction when it comes to sex. You also want to be touched. You also want to have sex. You also want to feel an orgasm, especially for the fact that you haven't done that in two years. You are lacking something. And you have shared with us that you really want that thing and you miss that thing. So if you have the conversation and he refuses to see a counselor and he refuses to see a therapist and refuse to see a sex therapist, I, I think there's no need for a pity party. I think there's no need to stress yourself because you also matter in this situation. You have tried. I don't want to sound like a wicked person, but realistically, you have tried. So... Just do what we asked you to do. I mean, everybody said the same thing. So it's just, it's just up to you right now, really. It's just up to you to talk to your husband and try and explore all these options that we have put on the table for you. And I'm sure you will be fine. You will definitely be fine. But then, um, I hope you got something from everything that the sisters actually shared. Because I did, like, I did pick a lot. I did pick a lot from everything that the sisters shared. And I hope you viewers actually enjoyed the show because I also did enjoy the show. I want to say a very big thank you to Bruce of Bruce Services. The cocktails were lit was very 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 lit <laughs> and also remember that you can also share your own uh, frustrations or vent through sister sister is live at gmail.com sister sister is live at gmail.com and also if you want to join the conversation anytime that we're on air it's just about going to twitter or facebook with hashtag sister sister hashtag sister sister and share your thoughts with us thank you so much for joining us my name is chris carter and this has been sister sister see you next week same time right here